The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsetnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no obligation, communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. I'm still Rob, I guess, and there's Zach over there. What are you doing, anyways? I'm sitting here. You look like you're playing with a pencil or something. Pen. A lot of people, Rochester is a lot more than Wegmans and Garbage Place. We have. I, I always say, I've lived other places, there's everything here if you look for it. You can find science, culture, music, and everything. One of the best things I found, we have burlesque. Ta-da! <laughs> and it's Bewitched Burlesque Sideshow. Yes. Because I cannot pronounce stuff right. I kept thinking it was Bewitching or Bewitched. As long as you get some kind of alliteration and in there, you're like fine. To, we have a couple of guests from there, and would you like to just say hi? Yes. Hi, my name is Pout Provocateur. I'm the headmistress of Bewitched. And I am Synonymph. I am the uh, mistress of ceremonies and also a performer. How did this start? How did this go? Well, I actually started doing burlesque with sirens and stilettos about six years ago. And I was looking for something to do that was just a little bit more dark and felt like a, my style. So we started this when Photo City Improv opened up, and it's been almost three years of badass witches and spooky bitches. <laughs> and I joined, I think it was about um, a little over a year ago, and I had been going to the shows for forever. And eventually, over time, you know, Powell was just like, hey, would you mind maybe helping out with the door or, like, you know, collecting tips? And that turned into an eventual, hey, would you like to be part of the troupe? And, of course, I said, fuck yes. Um, <laughs> and then, originally, we had Wednesday Westwood, who's a now Miss Gay Rochester, um, hosting. And I think there was a schedule conflict She's just so busy now. Mm -hmm. She's doing so great for herself. Yeah, And um, I'm like, yeah, I can do some hosting. That's no problem. And eventually the stars aligned. uh, I paid a price, though, for the Halloween show at Photo City with all of them because I sold my soul to Christy Grimble. (laughs) I I was talking to her, and Corey drew a pentagram on my hand for getting in. And I told Christy, she's like, I have to sell my soul. She's like, I already own it, dear. Yeah. So I'm doomed and everything, but it was well worth it. She's got a bunch. Yeah, yeah, she's a collector of souls. So I'm doomed and everything else. But I go back from this. I've got interested in this because I'm involved with theater locally, and we did a show called a Lipstick Massacre, which was back in 2010, which was loads mm. and loads of fun. And we had Pandora Box, we had Kasha, oh. and we went to Tilt afterwards. Oh, and I'll never forget my drunken conversations with Kasha about which are better dogs or cats. Oh. But this was really, this was, you know, Pandora took off. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really got into this. And I realized we have a very good culture of this here. We do. Yeah, we have a very diverse performer atmosphere in Rochester. Yeah, and the art scene here in general, whether it is, you know, drag or burlesque or theater, it is amazing. And a lot of people really need to get into it more and the local music scene yeah, you know the exactly. most annoying thing i see on facebook is when people are like 
The music scene's dead here. No one comes. There's I can speak. I'm like one of the patron saints of promoting music around yeah. here. I know everybody. Mm-hmm. And I try to get everybody on here. And I try to tell people. I've lived, and I, not just a test of myself, I used to live in Alexandria. I've had friends who've lived in Georgia. And they will say, I had a friend who lives in Georgia. And it's, big, it's a big city. It's a very mm-hmm. good city. I'm not knocking it at all. Oh, yeah. Especially the weather. Is from, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock it. But <laughs> but I won't. I actually like I mean it's it's nice and I've had like one of my friends who lives down there says, you know, you wouldn't want to come back. But maybe I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't. But one thing I have heard, I'll he'll say, What did you do this week? Well, I could have gone to this, done this, done this. What was playing down there? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that when you go to other cities too, like obviously Buffalo has a lot of stuff going on, but I'll end up in Syracuse sometimes and unless I go specifically to find a thing. I'm going to end up at some bar where there's nothing going on because we just, I'm so used to being able to be like out doing something, whatever night of the week I want in Rochester. There's always some band. One thing about Buffalo, they have a, sometimes I think they have a lot more like mid-level acts and bigger acts. Let's skip Mm -hmm. us. I'm I'm actually going to go see the Jayhawks there. Unless it's a snowstorm. And I was just up there to see Niccolo and my friends, well, straight jackets and they bypass us somewhat like Santa didn't, but, but the one thing I've known, I've asked a lot of bands that I've known that have come here and played here, and I asked them, how, where would you go play there? And they said they do a lot more house shows than us there. Yeah. Hmm. I do love our local scene here. There's something really uh, comfortable and, and great for me about going out and knowing I'll have friends out. Mm-hmm. I'll see people I know. It's always the same passionate, awesome people who I want to be around, and then getting to see them do, like, Four different bands over 15 Well, there's years a Rochester. There's, there's a requirement when you come here, you're in a band, you have to sign over a contract in blood that yep. says you can't just do one band. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you have to be in multiple. You know, my <laughs> friend, like Tommy Francis, my yeah. friend, he's oh, a friend here. Tommy. He's, it's like, it's like we could do it six degrees of Tommy. Yeah, Jesus Christ. When you start scrambling about this stuff, I tune out halfway through. Oh my God. I knew Tommy uh, back when we were in school together, and he was with. Um, Wilksy and Crump at the time, and now over like a period of years, just seeing him and like he's got the Bobs, he's got you know Straight Johnny, he's got the Grease Creepers, um, which, Big Bertha, yeah, Big, Big Bertha, Bertha. Yeah. it like and Straight Johnny, no, not Straight Johnny. We were fortunate enough to go go with Straight Johnny, but we also had the Grease Creepers for um, our Halloween show. Yeah, we've had them both on for our shows actually. Yep. Yeah, if I was there, I was there. So the music in burlesque. I must say, I, I appreciate the tribute to Sid Haig. Yeah. No, thank you. I really do. Thank you. Yeah. That, that is, Zach, you missed that because you came up with the Captain Spaulding makeup. Yep. And Sid passed away, and everybody really, from what I've read, everybody thought he was just a fantastic man. Yeah. He was a good person, like an actual good person. Very yes. like sweet guy. Assumed it's, Hollywood goodness. Mm-hmm. What's the funny thing about horror film stars, if you read about a lot of them in real life, they're the nicest people. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, how could you not? That sounds so fun. Like, Well, you hope you're not like this. Don't you like clowns, boy, and killing <laughs> yeah. thousands of people and stuff? Fruity fucking fruity. Oh, I mean, I've been thinking that what happened was I wanted to look on his website after he passed away to see if they wrote a memoriam. And they have tootie fucking fruity shirts, and they're sold well, out for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Rob Zombie's got a way with words. I got to tell you, those are some of the most interesting dialogues of horror movies. Did you ever say, have you seen Three you from Hell? It. I haven't seen Three from Hell yet, but I did just watch something that came out a couple of years ago called 31. Yes. And I didn't know it was a Rob Zombie movie when I put it on. So about like 25 minutes in, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is amazing, but holy shit, it's messed up. It's got the mean little dwarf person. Yeah, and then yeah. it's got... 
the guy in hell, there's no, everybody loves popcorn. I think they said that they wanted to fuck the victims like 25 times in that movie. Like, it was so brutal in the dialogue, but I loved it. It was great. He's got a way, see, I always say I'm a fan of his movies, and what I do like is they seem like he really knows his stuff, and he has his own style. But I could tell you, three, if you've seen Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand oh, Corpses, yeah. mm-hmm. Three from Hell might be nastier. Oh, I mean, it's that it's got luchador assassins. Oh, I'm ready. But it's really, it's really, really nasty. I, guess. I do have a good joke from you from 31. Yes. What's the difference between a whore and an onion? Uh, I cry when I cut an onion. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, that's why you have to do my birthday party. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, but, we are for hire. Yes. I do think. I do think the whole idea that though I've been thinking of this myself in this age. We're so uptight about things. People are so worried about things. Everybody, mm-hmm. you're on this side or that side. What the concept of just having fun and letting it loose? And I think you provide that in a lot of ways. It's just got to be fun to do what you do. Yeah, we try to bring a little bit of dark humor along and kind of sometimes we're a little mean to the audience and they love it i love well you say to do the because i remember you say just if you don't want to be messed with you do everything yeah yeah we make that very clear in the beginning of our shows um i will always i'll always ask if we have fresh meat yeah and uh you know we'll get some hands raised and i'll tell them listen we are performing for you we will come out and probably interact with you guys a bit don't fucking touch us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this goes back to me years ago when we used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. And everybody, they used to have a panorama of trail. They used to have a theater there. And you would always go in. You would know if you were a Rocky person, you knew exactly which theater to go in. But, of course, what they would always ask, is anybody a virgin? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Because then they would have, like, Janet come and sit on them. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything. And you I remember. bring them into the fold. Yeah. yeah peg them. I still am renowned for that for doing the time work, being drunk and falling into the coffin, but I never got <laughs> that about right. But the thing they would do is the person <laughs> in the day when I was there, there's a book called Midnight in the Lost and Found, I guess somebody wrote. It's like a chapbook. I'd love to find it. And what they would do is they'd go to Perkins after. You just had to go because he would come. Look, he looked just like Tim Curry. He'd come oh. all dressed up. I mean, whoever it was, I don't know his name, but he was, you would think it was almost young Tim Curry. Oh. <gasps> And oh, they would come, to, but he would, and he would just, he would just be eloquent about one hot fudge Sunday a la mode, <laughs> and be all dressed up regally as oh. Frankenfurter. Oh. But were those some of your influences? How did you actually think? Wow, I want to do this. Well, some of my influences are drag queens as well, and like uh, really over the top campy characters, over the top campy movies. You I have just... to be a John Waters fan. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I, yeah. Did you see him when he did his Christmas show here? No, I you know, wish. Oh, then you know, in the Inhelm Divine, everybody else are going to be buried at a place in Baltimore. And they're going to call it Disgraceland. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yo, know, and then um, for me, uh, I started off as a theater kid, like in high me school. Too. So I mean, because that had a big impact on me, and then of course horror movies growing up, because I'm a horror fanatic. Like the bloodier, the better. Um, and then, you know, like Pat was saying, drag queens, a lot of the local scene here. like Yeah, there's so much to be inspired around. And starting in childhood musical theater, too, really opens your doors. To it's like... amazing how long drag, drag queens have had a foothold here, though, because when I was in college, which was like in the 1920s, I think, sometimes these days, <laughs> but we would go down to the Liberty, and they would have the drag shows mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah. this has been going on for decades. Oh, we're a big, beautiful gay city. I yes, love it. Say, I saw a drag show when I was at U of R, so this would have been 2002, 2003, yeah. maybe. 
They used to have them at Mother's, too. Oh, oh Mother's, Mother's all the time. Do you remember Pandora Box? <laughs> I've seen her a couple times. Well, there's actually there was a bar called there, too. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, we also have an amazing drag king scene here, too. Yeah, we do. And they're a little less advertised. See, that's the thing, actually. We were talking talk, about this. I, I admit, I've been involved in this culture before. for a long time. I used to go to the I've known the culture, a lot of pride parades. I've actually done things with uh, the, the theater, the the, the thing that I can't even remember, the film fest uh, image out. Yeah. And I had never heard the term drag king before. Really? Yeah, we actually have an awesome troupe called uh, Boys Night Out, and they do like a monthly show at the Firehouse, and they're just absolutely amazing. They've been doing it as long as I've been doing burlesque or Mm -hmm. longer. I know we had shows with them when I was doing Sirens and Stilettos, and they're just absolutely fucking phenomenal people, and they do really good things, too. Like, they work with the Out Alliance, and uh, actually... Do some fundraising. They're they're freaking great. That's why. Do you ever get the crazies like who protest stuff or anything? Well, of course, not yet. But I wish. Know. I wish. I'll, I'll wish tell you. Would. I'll tell you a good story about <laughs> that. My friend, find you. my friend Missy played in a, the Pride band during the things, and they mm-hmm. would have to get these characters. They'd be down by the little, having these signs like "Burning Hell Fags" and "Jesus oh. Loves You." Oh, so nice. what they would do to them, and I love this. They used to go and play the theme for Mickey Mouse Club at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I. Low-key hope that we get one of them that shows up because I have a I could organize of, it well, if you want mm. just to have, like, some protests. Well, for I just get people who are feisty on the bathroom walls but can't yeah. say anything to anyone's faces. Yep. They have that. Because <laughs> there's always there's people with something to complain about, and I really do think the idea of you're just having fun. It's an outlet. I enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just too... Uptight. Uptight, yeah. they got to stick up their butt. Yeah, and they're or so Or they don't. Deep. Maybe that's their problem. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, well, you know. And then, you know... I think also is that maybe they're just plain fucking scared, which is absolutely no excuse. Well, well I but, think they're not happy yeah. in their own life. My exactly. view on this is always they're unhappy because they're not, they followed the script or whatever they did in life. They're not happy and they can't see people having fun or whatever mm-hmm. else. Like the, the old easy rider thing about, you know, they can't stand you because you're doing that kind of thing. Oh, but one yeah. thing I was going to ask you too is your characters, do you do, do you collaborate with each other? Do you really come up with your own ideas? We do our own routines, but we do a lot of talking through it with our sisters and siblings and the troop. And, like, it, it is collaborative, but a lot of times it's just helping our minds work things out. Because one of us might not be able to figure something out, and we'll go in the group chat, and we'll be like, Hey, I have this idea. Um, what do y'all think? And someone will suggest, well, maybe you should try X, Y, and Z. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't think about that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's important. I mean, not, not, I mean, really, I just think what I'm going to do on here, I don't ask you really, Zach. But I think a lot of people sometimes they get, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and they get a little bit where they don't want anybody to tell them. But when you open up and you let people, like in a band, I've known a lot of people in bands, well, I write the songs, I do the music, mm-hmm. and they get really sort of anal about it. But then all of a sudden they let the other people in the band collaborate with them and bring in their ideas. And, you know, you always miss something. You're always like, this person brings another perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. Though I still have to complain. I've told everybody again that Candy Cane Witch... Hey. Candy corn. Hey, candy corn. Some people candy love corn. candy corn. Yeah. I just, no, it don't. freaked me out, okay? See, <laughs> no now one, I have my phone. No phobias. one in the history of humanity loves candy corn. Oh, they got the flavored oh. ones now, though. They're pretty Yeah, good. they were all made in 1934. And <laughs> they, the minions go out to the dumpsters and collect oh. the thrown away candy corn, wash it, and Brock's, put it back in the if bag. you must. Brock's, I guess, is pretty good. <laughs> no, I, I, I won't. But Lilith put on a fantastic She did, but it scared really me. 
Oh my god! <laughs> the hand, the everything, the candy corn. A candy corn witch scared you, yes. but a chainsaw wielding maniac who turned out to be Captain Spaulding didn't. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> it's like any horror movie: kill the people, don't kill the animals. Though. I don't like that. Yeah, agreed. We've seen some of. You should come on one of our horror film things and talk oh. about it. Because oh yeah, we have oh, lots Jesus. of those, but those I don't are, think uh, you could stoop to some of the stuff we've talked oh. about. Nope. I you know. underestimate me. No. My tattoo shop mm. just did Scarecon too, and I uh, I prepared pretty heavily for that. No, we're talking uh, <laughs> when Litvak is literally cracking out the gems that make Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS look like Yo, Oscar winners. Yo! So no, good. I'm talking make that look like Oscar winners. <laughs> hey, I'm always like, down. I, I want that list so I can watch yeah, it. Yeah, I need to see this. Yeah, we're going to have a... We gotta... We'll just watch all the nice. D-list That's horror. another thing I think we actually have very good in this town is actually ink shots and everything. How, talk about that. We can promote that, obviously. Well, I work at Vigilante Tattoo. Um, I do think we have a wonderful tattoo community. However... Because New York State doesn't have laws, we have too much tattoo community. It's a little oversaturated, and it makes it hard to like yeah. find exactly the artist you want for a specific style, or you know, for reasons to like. Um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, it's hard to find artists with reputable reputations because there are so many artists. Where would you even begin to look to compare them to And each I think other? people don't, like, for me, I'm just afraid of needles. So I, mm. I just am so phobic of needles that I couldn't. But you know, if somebody I, came I in, hate, if like, somebody came in here and said, I'm thinking of getting this, you don't have to only say, I mean, it, you probably have to see if something, it's almost, if you see it, it'll be right for you. If you have any, like, like his stuff yeah. there. He actually, I like, a. You know, Yo. <laughs> you know, he picks, like, different ones I think are interesting. I get, but, I get weird shit. Hey, no, no, the weirder the better. Yeah. Oh, I oh, love this one. That's fucking awesome. I got my bearded skeleton. I got my sugar skull. Aww. Yeah, I've seen I these the particular tooth. pieces before. I love that. I yeah. think they're on uh, social media. Yeah, um, Zane from Love Hate did yeah. this yep. one and that one. And I think it's a nice little culture that I don't know a heck of a lot about. So. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, uh, they're working on setting up a secondary tattoo expo in Rochester. Which we're thinking might have a little bit more different styles. Because the uh, Rock City Expo, although it is great, has a lot of American traditional. So much of it. Uh, so they're working on the Flower City Tattoo Expo. It's supposed mm. to be next October. Oh, good. And I That's think... something I could go on because I just I love learning new things. And so many of my friends are so into it. And they do. I think it's very what they do is very good when they it's not just mm -hmm. I just want to get this because I got it there's always something behind it or it's like wow that's really cool or the <laughs> art is just so awesome when you see it and you're like I need, I need it to have, I have to have it needs to go yeah. now. <laughs> or like the Johnny Depp thing where we had Winona Forever they broke up and he had Wino Forever, Wino forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't they say just put your parents or your kids on there no. yeah. people that if are never going to not be related to you it better be you. your parents or your kid yeah. Yeah. they're always going to be related to you Yeah, mm -hmm. someone you're not going to hate I gotta tell you I got like three different tattoos with relationships and none of those men in my life. <laughs> Put like a cross out out of a cross out of them. Nope. <laughs> At least they're all stylistically Who does, pretty cool. You do your own costumes then? You have somebody else? Yeah, we like, make oh, our yeah. own costumes. Wow, how did you get into doing that? It's just like amateur? One step at a time. You start with hot glue and then you work your way up. <laughs> I actually used to crochet. That's about as far as my skills go That's like this. Awesome. That's dope. I used to do crocheting because it relaxed me. And I would yeah. sit there and just, I made 
bunch of Afghans. Not the dogs, the rugs. <laughs> <laughs> I always see like awesome crochet patterns. Like I bought a little crocheted Cthulhu doll at the Staracon. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. Are we all Cthulhu fans here? Yes. Yes. Like Lovecraft yes. forever. Yep. <laughs> oh, and then I think well with me, I've just <coughs> I've always just fucking loved Halloween, and I've always loved being able to be like to just dress up. Right. Like I'm that kind of nerd who will try and do the quote-unquote everyday cosplay where it's like you're low-key dressing up as someone and like no one will know yeah. and you know this you know bewitched just gave me an opportunity to be able to build those costumes i think because for our halloween show my first halloween show i was uh bride of frankenstein and of course as y'all know she has like the major fucking hair oh, man, now if, hair. if you've seen me you will know i also have hair so <laughs> right but to get it to stand it like came that. down to me taking and cutting out a empty um soda bottle one of those liter ones and sticking it in the middle of my fucking hair i was gonna and, say it's either that or a hell of and, a lot of aquanet and making oh, <laughs> <laughs> it take years oh my god i don't even want to think about that but like you know just the shit like that that people will come up with on the fly it's amazing too because i still have a thing where i'm just that's why i do shows like this or i write or i do behind the scenes promotion because i don't think i could get up and do anything in front of people <laughs> i tell my friends in bands and theater that and everything you just roll when you do it just well, when you start with us, uh, generally you start doing little things in front of the crowd, like picking, we call them stage kittens, they come and they pick up all the panties, and uh, like crowd kittening where you get the tips or like help with the door, and over time, it really builds up your confidence to do more. Well, we've had a couple of kittens now grow up to become full-time dancers with the troupe, and it's just lovely to see them like... So come into themselves. I know. They're oh, babies. Because yep. <laughs> so a lot of times I tell myself I'm among friends because I seem like I know like 80% of the yeah. people out. Yeah. And I would do things though, like for one of the film festivals, just handy people, well, vote on this. And like, do I get a free? No, just vote on it. <laughs> yeah. Someone, some old lady comes up, asks me for an autograph. <laughs> like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I was going to sign Tony Stark or something. Like, she yeah. had an autograph book and us up to see us all the sign. And I thought it was just so That's cute. So cute. I can say I have been asked for an autograph. That's adorable. <laughs> like I just the other day had my first fan art made for me and I'm like holy shit really <laughs> I think that's actually cool when you have some you've actually made an impression so much that somebody I shudder to think what fan art of me would look like <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows it might be an improvement hey. and I go back to the day of Halloween which just passed us by I think the idea still is you can just be anybody you want mm-hmm. yeah. so that's why one of the appeals of punk music for me when you hear it you can do anything. You can be whatever. You might just be mild-mannered. And then, and that's, again, going back to drag queens. Most of the ones I've met, when they're not on stage, they're the shyest people you've ever The ones I've known. But then they just let you go. Know, some well, of them are punk as hell, too. It's the, ones yeah. I, the ones I know for mostly, like I know a few of them, they're, they're very demure, but then some are punk as hell, which I think is yeah. great. Mm. I, uh, I personally love just the, the culture of punk. I... I really empathize with the idea that punk is being implicitly yourself, no apologies. It's not like a specific style. Or it's like not a fashion. A, that's why I was talking about yeah. like the years ago going to the bug jar when I first found it. You would go in, there'd be people in business suits and people, nobody ever fucked with anybody or anything else. And I've always told everybody, I go to a variety of shows. I still consider maybe you punks won't like to hear this, but you're the nice people I feel at home with. 
Oh, yeah. I, just, I have no idea, though. Everybody, I mean, I've gone to shows where there's these assholes getting into fights and everything. I never, if there's anybody ever gotten into a fight at a punk show, it's some dude we've never seen before. Uh, some dude well, plus him and his clowns. Uh, that that yeah. was not my fault. Oh. oh, we got a story here. Yeah, it on. was the giant fat guy who decided to mosh directly back into me. Oh. And in between, you know, and he ended up stepping on my foot several times. Ooh, and this oh. was in Cleveland at the uh, we were seeing the Necromantics. That's awesome. And oh. we were with this. Solomon just saw we, King Diamond we there. Were, we were oh, with a um, uh, tiny little, tiny little girl who was at the show. And you know, you could tell she was kind of getting forced back against the wall. So I step in front of her because this guy made me look small. Oh Jesus! There's always that one wrecking ball asshole. Yeah. And in the he crowd. just kept backing up, and I'm like, I saw it coming. Like, yeah, this is. Not going to end well, so... I'm a pit mom at shows, generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I basically shoved him out of the way, grabbed her, we went outside just to get space, but, like, Jesus Christ, man. Oh, yeah. I've had some, like, the it's room... Like, if you're a big guy, you should have spatial awareness. <laughs> like, I know where I am at all times. Yeah, no, you got to know though, your size. You know, sometimes there's always... But as a whole, I think there's still the nicest... I've been to concerts where there's fights, and you would think it's probably somebody just frustrated with life. <laughs> I basically grew up at the Penny Arcade. Been going to shows and stuff since I was like 13. It's actually how I met Corey. Uh, but I've taken Hi, I've taken friends with Corey. So. Yeah, I've taken a couple elbows to the face at being my height, and you kind of learn the dance of the duck and the like. Watching your I face. saw I saw a Slayer yeah. at Penny Arcade. They had these oh. people. They had these dudes there in hoods, like the Satan hoods. Oh, the biggest act I saw there was Guar, and I gotta tell you, there wasn't enough space for Guar no. at the Penny Arcade. No, they arcade. need an arena. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you get splattered? Shit. Oh yeah, of course. Dude. I also saw them at Water Street, like back in the day when it was all original lineup. Guar was amazing. I wanted to see because I lived in Alexandria. I never found it, but I think they live near there, like they live in Virginia. They have a compound. Yeah, the Guar barbecue. They have the Guar barbecue every year. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're somewhere yeah. in Virginia. How do we get an invite to that. Um, well, you know, Anne Rice's Halloween, you can just well, go to hers. Maybe you can do the, the same talk. thing. They're maybe on their website? Yeah. yeah. I know there's somewhere, I can't remember where in Virginia. It's like somewhere in central Virginia is where they kind of all hang out. But yeah, every summer they have the barbecue. Well, I I the thing was, I, yep. when we were kids, Penny Arcade had this mystique to it. Is like really, and I used to go. The only thing was, you tried to act cool when your parents are dropping you off, picking you up. Yeah. And just, yeah. We're bad. We're bad. Yeah. Mom, bye, mom. Bye, bye dad. And I always used to go. say, like the bikers would be down there. Nobody can look tough eating ice cream, and they'd no, be out there. No, and the can't. only time I ever almost got in trouble, there was one concert there. I got shoved into this guy, and in my memory, he looked like a 600-pound roadie for ZZ Top. Okay. And all he said was, don't push, man. I was like, <laughs> I'm like sorry. Yeah. And the only thing there was when Motorhead played there. Somebody Aww. was getting thrown out every eight minutes. That's <laughs> Motorhead. That's, yeah. Yeah, but literally every, it's like. Every... What was so great about the Penny Arcade is you'd have these, like, really big acts. Like, Just play there. Shit you'd never expected. Crappy dive bar down by the beach. Overkill, quiet riot. But then you'd uh, also have like the local underage shows. Like they had mm-hmm. a real place for us to be as kids. There was an actual punk scene in all ages. Show. Yeah, in all ages shows yeah. there. 
I mean, we were still doing stuff at the park and lodges and dumb shit like that. Well, but the punk it was rock great. picnics and everything that Will oh, has. Oh, yeah, the punk's picnic is my favorite event yep. of the year. Yeah, Will's a big, you know, if you don't know Will Carroll, who oh, always complains about, yes. well, he always complains about this show. We love, we're good friends. He always says, it's too early, man. Like, Come on, I can <laughs> get you out of like show midnight. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's the thing. It's midnight like, Will opened by midnight. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a great, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he does a heck of a lot. Their show a while back. I absolutely love it's, Will. I think it's time to uh, refresh that. I know. It's been some time. We should go back. Just not now. <laughs> well, not right now. <laughs> Will, Let's wake up early months. one day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with some of my friends on here, though. It's like, when do you tape? Oh, dude, that's too early. It's, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> we'll come to you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all still, like, just getting to bed a few hours yeah. ago. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, though. I used to like, I don't like bemoaning. If a show goes on, it, like... It used to go on in the old days. It wouldn't start till 1 o'clock now. I really hate seeing the sun when it first comes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't be friends at that point in time, later yes. in the day. But now you, you're you sort of, you're, you have a cool attitude toward Christmas. You sort of like say, screw it, right? Yeah, I just, you know, there's not enough Christmas music that I'm going to like. Christmas with the Devil, maybe by Spinal Tap. Yeah. Christmas and Hollis. Like, there's a few, but I, I just... When I used to do shows with my other troupe, uh, it was more, they have a much more classy burlesque, rhinestones, feathers, the whole thing. And I always struggled around Christmas time. Christmas and uh, St. Patty's Day, because there's just, <laughs> it, it's hard. It's just hard. Were well, you going to be do. a little drunk in Leprechaun or something? I ended up doing gin and juice and took green in the other direction. Yeah, <laughs> that's one way to find it. See, creative problem solving. That's what. Right. But when we made this troop, we decided we were going to try to do something that also didn't conflict with other troops. So it's great. We do after Christmas show at the end of the month, and we just do, like, breakup songs with the year. Just break up with whatever year it is. What? I think that's Are you a saying very relationships don't last forever? What? You do, like, Nothing New Year's Eve. Actually, mentioning that is, like, <laughs> New Year's Eve. We do a a little before New Year's Eve, because no one wants to be performing on New Year's no. Eve. No. Yeah. Hell no. I try to stay avoid. I go to one friend's party. Yeah. She has it now. And I don't leave the otherwise, house. I try to avoid, My avoid, avoid. Home. Yeah, I don't yeah. leave the house. It's amateur night. Mm. Yeah, that's probably safest. Too. And actually, one of my friends said that because he's on tour. My friend Sean, he's on tour with his band King Buffalo, oh, and he was telling me, right. "Yeah, it's, I actually have a CD here because he wants to be on here, but he's." Touring, what he told me, I'm gonna actually. He's playing next week. I'm gonna go see him. Oh shit! And he's told me he's like, yeah, we tour, but then there's so much over the holidays. It's yeah. like it's just so much. Just everybody's stressed out. It's there's so much time. to do. It's and then yeah. in January, nobody has any money. <laughs> that's that's the cycle, right? And it's just like it. It takes uh, some level of being put together to put on a show. And I gotta tell you, New Year's Eve. I, I want to have champagne, too. Yes. <laughs> and not have to, like, make sure that drunk guy over there isn't being too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're always too much on New Year's Eve. I don't know what it is about it's that. People just try oh, too it's hard. Amateur it's night. not. Yeah. Yep. It's that, the day before Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Halloween Cinco de Mayo. Some, extent, some places, unfortunately. Because I used to do doors yeah. at a bar. And I used to, mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo is a bad one for all the frat boys that think it's somehow. Oh, yeah, they're cute. A Mexican Independence Day. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, that's, I think in what, August or September? Yeah, actual Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a moment, yeah. the reason to get blasted, you know, what yeah. you could do. Last year on Cinco de Mayo, I was walking down at East Alexander. I just was passing it to go to Riot Room, so some of our friends, too. And, uh, 
I see this girl just take off her sombrero and start puking into it, and I was yeah. like, "Ole, okay, it's like three <laughs> in the afternoon." <laughs> like, and you do right. stuff a lot with bands because I remember for, again when Straight Johnny had their album release at Spirit mm-hmm. Room, you were there. Yeah, yeah, we did go go for them. That was an awesome time. It's a little tight for us. And but... I have to say though, if you saw the album too, what other band ever released their album between two pieces of baloney? Right. <laughs> yeah, Straight Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Tommy we, does our D&D specials, too, so... <laughs> we had them at uh, Bewitched Show once, too, and uh, they're just so much fun to work with. I I think that their style and our style goes so well Oh, I together. think so perfectly. How'd you find each other? Just, like, word of mouth around here, really? We're going to shows. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That's, see, that's how I know everybody. I yeah. just found... Oh, you know me? Yeah. I was like, like yeah. one of my friends, like, oh, yeah, you don't know me, do you? Oh, yeah, I know you are. Like, oh, yeah, you're so-and-so's <laughs> friend. Yeah. I think yeah, I booked cool. them when I was working uh, for a different tattoo shop. We had a... Halloween party and that was the first time we booked them and for whatever reason the party sort of like wasn't terribly big but they still played anyway we got the cops called on us twice by the neighbors and I was like this is a friendship made in hell and I love it and they always plus they're very theatrical like Tommy's always wearing his drag things or his and we like having them with the different bands too because you get a different feel from Grease Creepers and Straight Johnny you know, oh, they were they were perfect grease oh, creepers over the. Oh, Halloween I love grease show. creepers. I love how they come out of the grave. They came out of the grave twice this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we were one of them. It. Yeah, they're coming back next year. I mean, one of my again. friends I had helped at the car after she fell down the stairs and was a bit tipsy. But oh, that's partying, cool. dude. That's partying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But that's great. That's the kind of night. <laughs> yeah, we always have a first aid kit on. And hand. plus, also, you do mm-hmm. a lot more than burlesque. You have a lot of art stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do. We get a lot of awesome vendors who come into our shows, and we absolutely love having them because we can waste and spend our money we just made that night on cool things. Yep, like a like a pink and yellow fur coat that I yep. got one time. Yeah, like that's who one ki- thing. You I... killed a muppet for a coat. Sure did. Listen, oh, at sure. least tough times two. call for tough measures. <laughs> well, but you know. we like to keep the art community and and they always there's know. always a bunch of vendors there, and they're always the stuff. The problem is again, it's like oh, there goes my wall. <laughs> it's just right. Like, that's yeah. exactly why we do it. Yeah, because. Because we want to get cool art, too. We want to get cool art. We just bring it to us. And, you know, we (laughs) want the vendors to be... We want people to recognize their work and yeah. have the opportunity to network. Th- that's We've what always I try been to pretty do big here. on community for Bewitch yeah. because uh, we really think there should be more bridging the gaps between the music performers and the artists and the community that we can well, have great. together look at, to be better. Look at what happened before you guys came on air. Yeah. Right. You know, talk to the... Science Center lady. Well, that's what I we try to do on here because I know people from so many different things. I try to bring them together and say, talk to this person. And we yeah. try to promote it. And I keep saying, there's tons of stuff. To, you know, tell me you don't have something to do. Like, somebody will come to me, well, what kind of music? You're like, go to this. You like this? There's go to this. Something going try on. something different. Try this. Yeah. I think you'll like it. And they have those, like, metal shows sometimes now at the Record Archive. Metal which, Meltdown. Like, Tickles me to death because, like, I just remember the record archive in that tiny little house one. I remember like, that. Remember oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that record archive. Oh, before the I T-Rex. Used to, I yeah. saw, actually, I saw, used to see bands down there, too, years and years ago. And all of a sudden, I told friends when they played there, you'll never play on a stage like they had a chandelier and a T-Rex. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. so awesome. One yeah. of the coolest spots, like, low-key, if there's ever, like, if I'm ever out on a date, like a first date, I'll be like... Let's go to the record archive. Yeah, they have a bar. They have a bar. Plus, it's With fun. Music themed beer. Exactly. It's that. Plus, it's like a fun little 
carnival of something, you oh, know? Yeah. All the weird little things besides the music, all the weird little knickknacks and all the strange I bought little... many a Christmas gift there. Yeah, oh, same. people. Uh, Support local. Dick Storms has really put together a wonderful business. And ask, I Dick about, ask Dick about when he roadied for Quicksilver. He loves to tell Aww. his story. <laughs> he always loves it. He used to roadie for Quicksilver Messenger Service. He'll talk your ear off. I'm going to go for it the next yes. time I see him. Yes. I but, actually went to high school with his daughter and then uh, worked at the Little Theater Cafe for some years. So they would have their band... Uh, the public market band come play, and it was like it, it was cute. It was full circle. It was like seeing someone's dad like be really awesome. Not to mention we, you know, we get in in the record suit when we were kids and stuff. And yeah, was like <laughs> that's the thing because we have all these things around here, which I think is really neat. Do you have like you should pick like a weird day to do like an Arbor Day special or one of those, or, <laughs> yeah. like some obscure. There's all those weird made up. Days like Jelly Donut hey. Day, or what's a good one recently? Well, today is National Baklava Day. Oh, November oh, hey. the, You know, have a celebration of one the of these things. You should just do a Rochester-themed show and do jingles from all the various old businesses. Yes. Someone needs to do the Salino and Barnes jingle. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then have it turn into a breakup with Salino and Barnes. Alexander and Catalano to, uh, like, a polka beat. Yeah. Oh, if you did Salino and Barnes, you'd have to have eyebrows as part of your costume and, and peel a ball them cap. <laughs> Oh, I can't get it out of my head now. You're welcome. Not, not sponsored by any of these law firms and probably never will be, no. but that's okay. We have our own law firm. <laughs> that's true. We not approve this it's, message. It's the, it's the other Salino and Barnes. The Bellino and Sarns. Yeah, there you go. Come on, that would be good. Do old jingles from all... The only thing I don't hear is speaking of archive. I'll hear it on the radio every now and then, but I never hear the... Who's, see the commercials with Dick is the record oh flying God. across. Oh. And it's still inside my brain. Who's yeah. the name of Record City? Record oh. Get cash for DVD. Is a record archive. <laughs> the record archive is a place. There you go. Yeah, I. Those they had great jingles. They you catch them on the radio jingles. every now and then, but you never see the commercials. Never it must see be like it. Yeah. YouTube. Like, I I'll remember, bet you they're on YouTube somewhere. I guess it's kind of because TV is a dying media. Yeah. And then I remember when I was a kid yeah. having seeing um one of the House of Guitars commercials for like Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. And that yeah. has had like been implanted in that, my brain. They had that same commercial forever. Ever. It has been implanted <laughs> in my brain like, for the past like. It's sort of like claymation-y. Yep. Yeah. Which yep. we have now, you have to ask, it's like one of those sort of nebulous, stupid questions. But, okay, you don't have budget constraints or anything. What would be like a dream sort of costume you might kind of think of doing you'd like to really perform? Oh, man. Oh, man. I would love to get the whole get-up to be an alien from Mars Attacks, but it just seems like <laughs> it would take me a long time would, to figure I, that out. I, I, tell you what i would love to see the loader suit from the sigourney weaver using alien Yo. so i actually have a boss. chest burster that i was going to do a pregnant routine with but it just it didn't turn you gotta out. do a pregnant nun uh, yeah but i oh. got uh seriously disgusting comics as an artist around here and he made me this awesomely gross chest burster that is made out of like a tube and some plaster and god knows what else and probably best we don't know what else right it's amazing i have to get pictures taken with it before this baby pops out mm -hmm. it's it's so gross <laughs> i have an idea you can run with it if you want you don't have to not drella this is lou reed and john kale used to call andy warhol drella it was a combination of dracula and cinderella okay that's awesome <laughs> okay i'm down for that we should do a monster mix monster mash 
<laughs> Disney monsters. Bruh. Oh, you could. You, the mouse would come after you, probably, though. They're so. I mean, yeah. The mouse is after everybody these we days. We don't talk about the mouse. The mouse listens. <laughs> the mouse owns everything. We're talking about Stuart Little for the record. Do you here. go into comic book stuff at all, really? Uh, sometimes we do. We try to stick away from themes that have been done a lot. That's done too so much. Done so. Zombies, comic books. Mm. It's all been done to death. Yeah, yeah, we try to do more specific things. We've done cult classics a few times, and now we're kind of more on a, we did a Tarantino show. We might go and do a Robert Rodriguez show. Also, oh, like old Grindhouse shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that. Uh, we did. Uh, we tried to do a really specific theme and did Jim Henson's The Labyrinth, yep. but we found that was a really tight way. That was too tight. There were just not enough things to do there. I think... One thing we learned from that is maybe we should have come up with like a little bit of a storyline for that. Right. So, yeah, you know. We, yeah. I had a thought. It'll come back you to had me. A thought? Okay. It'll come back <laughs> to me. I mean, you could have done like a big Muppet thing. Hey, <laughs> we could have. We, we always joke around about having a confused boner show or like something where you're like, <laughs> uh, that turns me on. But I don't know why. Yeah, yeah mark me down as scared and horny. <laughs> right. Scorny? That's one of those horrible feelings, though, when you see something like that. You get turned on by Bugs Bunny or something. You know? <laughs> right. Bugs Bunny and drag. Forever. Yeah, when he was like, the opera oh, no. singer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a little too it's much the of boob myself. chest plate, I know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think it's the pigtails for me, personally. <laughs> that, the blonde man. And the Viking helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. They're like Marvin the Martian or something. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, you know, we probably yeah. could get away with Looney Tunes without well, getting sued. That would be... uh, yeah, probably. They'd be a lot less likely to just... Yeah. Or you could, like, just make sort of a pissed, you know, something close. You know, I the archetype characters. Once, like, and it was up on YouTube for about a year, and then suddenly it just gone. Yeah. Just copyright infringement like rip-offs of the old uh, knockoff Hanna-Barbera cartoons like yeah. Jabberjaw which is everybody knows was a Scooby-Doo rip-off oh my god there were like three different Scooby-Doos there's one with the car there's the Jabberjaw with the shark oh the like, car uh, what the hell was that car's name oh oh, oh yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about oh no Speed, Speedy no. no. He would just cough a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or do the dollar store show where if you ever go into dollar stores, oh, you see these hilarious rip-off names of products. Oh, my God. Which are great. They which are... like Mountain Dew is the best because there's what? Fountain Mist. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Fountain Mist. It's like when you go to Spirit of Halloween and look at the, like, licensed characters costumes. They all have really weird names I instead. The best one. Beetleman. Like the sa- sassy seniors for the <laughs> yeah. Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which right, they just well, there's like, your next Halloween show, Sassy Seniors. Hey. products. Hey, I will be Dorothy. Do hey, not. Hey, man, if we do Sassy Seniors, I can put on a real good yep. girdle. Or right? like a John Waters hey, thing like this. I think anything. John Waters no. is schlocky. And I bet John, he said a cool like that. If you wrote him, I bet he'd probably be not too bad about it. Yeah, honestly, I think that most companies and musicians, uh, they don't want to like beat down the small artists. You know, we don't make enough money from the show to hurt yeah. the money that they make. No, and the one thing they should always learn the thing, any publicity is good publicity. Right, but, but some, some companies are... don't subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're And I'm not going to mention them because they'll come for me, but they mm-hmm. know who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but these are no, not even them. I was actually thinking other people. Oh, but where yeah. can we see you yeah. now popping up? I know in Simon Stilettos, I used to go to there, too. We but... do shows at Photo City, but this year we're actually going to be diversifying our audience a little bit. We're going to do some brunches at the Rosen Crown. 
Uh, we're probably going to do Punkapalooza at the Rosen Crown one night. We are in talks with Lux about a couple dates there next year. And we're really kind of hoping that when they come back into season, because I know they're just a seasonal place, that Marge's will answer our email so we can do burlesque They're very, because I'm, I know they're very casual. That's the thing. I think yeah. you almost have to go down there to talk to them because I'll talk to like Fran and say, "When are you opening?" I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you own the bar. Well, tell me. You know, we'd love to do burlesque mm-hmm. on the beach and get some more fire acts going on. And I almost think the best thing really would be probably if you just like, stop down and talk to them sometimes. Yeah, because, probably because they really do like that. Like I'll send the messages or call them, and they're they're very mom and pop. They're too, very. So they're probably not looking at their emails as much as like Lux's. What is so this email shit? <laughs> I have to say about Photo City. Photo City's like a nice little haunted house. It's almost like Captain Spaulding's murder ride come to life. It's beautiful. We're definitely still doing some shows there next year, too. Uh, We're just ready to, like, meet some new people. And I think sometimes people are a little afraid of the Culver Atlantic journey. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I can park, I don't care. Always talk talk to the theater people. Tell people that's a big thing to say. When you go to Photo City, that's one place... They have ample parking. Yeah, they have a great parking Which is area. some places don't. Some places you're going around the block like four times. So. Yeah, yeah no, people always suggest we should like go talk to the people over at Water Street. And I'm like, there's nowhere to there's park. There's no parking. There's nowhere to be over there. All I would say is like State Street. That's about yeah, it. but yeah. that's not enough for a whole a whole audience yeah. plus the performers. Yeah, and I think they're going more mainstream. There, I think the they're trying to go back to reclaiming what they once yeah, were. So. I hope it kind of. I hope it works for them. I really hope it like. Yeah, I think they're like a a sort of answer to the similar thing with montage, and it's a lot of like that kind of level of shows, like mid level. Well, I remember like stuff. years ago, actually, I saw Rob Zombie there. Yeah, I've because, seen a lot of because awesome he came. He was there. touring with Ozzy, and he would just stop and he wore his little Santa Claus hat. I just thought of one. You what? go down to the Blue Cross. Oh. And you do a burlesque themed slap shot show. Okay. Oh. The old hockey movie. Yeah. Okay. As long as we can mix a little Mighty Ducks in yes, there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> go to slap like, shot one of our meets, personal uh, favorites. Talk goon. to the Batavia Muck Dogs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> have our promotion. Minor League Ball, a lot of times, we'll reach out and do different things for audiences. Oh, yeah. yeah. Burlesque night. Dude, I guarantee you they'd probably... First 100 people in line, get free sets of pasties. It's a family affair. <laughs> Dude, they can make them look like the logo. Oh hey. my god, yes. Oh. We should just do something with the, the Red Wings when they call themselves the plates. Please. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. Anybody, it's like, in, you know, it's like six degrees separation around here. Somebody knows somebody. Know somebody. Oh, and they're getting super you know? tired of the people being like, this is for families. How dare you do things with the LGBT community? Ah. <laughs> oh, well, they aren't families, are they? No, 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 no not at all. Not, no. Yeah, of no. course. They're, they're not, not people. people or anything. I just loved how they snap back at them on social media. It was great. And I like, just say, don't be so suburban. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just ignore it. Listen, Karen. Well, I had the one, I admit, I had the one, the one family, they had the Pride sign up. And I'm like, ah, cool, Pride sign. They put a Buffalo Bills sign up. I'm mean, you're brave. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be brave to support a team that basically loses every year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the definition of insanity. Yeah. Keep you doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, hope for a different result. That was every Pittsburgh Pirates fan from 1990. I see that. I always, I, that comes I to mind whenever I vote. I was there Did you like to come back and talk horror movies? Anything Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we do a horror thing or talking shit thing, we'll get you guys in for talking. Our talking oh, shit's yeah. about random horror and everything else. Because Litvak will go yes. Nazi movies and. 
weird shit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. got a whole list of Greg them. Greg will come right. in and talk weirdly old serial movies. Oh, beautiful. I can... Oh, you talk whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, that's, that's good thing. shit. All Vincent we Price. only really have any, like, boundaries. <laughs> you know what? We or... really haven't talked much Vincent Price. Oh, I just love we did, we did a universal horror we, one, but you can on... do, you know, the thing is, when you do those, you can do a, th- you can yeah. do a whole year on them. Yeah, yeah. there's like, so much to say. I, I firmly believe we need to do a talking shit on John Hughes movies. Yes. Yes. And then jo- a special one for John Candy because there's some oh. shit to be talked. Uncle Buck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so very cool. But yeah, very we'll be in good. touch. We'll see you yeah. at the. Oh, yeah. See you out and about. Where can and, people find you and find info on shows? Well, Where's your social stuff? You can find us on Facebook at Bewitched Burlesque Sideshow. Um, and on Instagram, and on same Instagram. name. And if you want to follow us, you can follow Pout at Pout Provocateur, and you can find me at Sin O Nymph. And there's little underscores in between. Our next show is at Photo City. It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's called Eat Me. <laughs> Nobody will. They'll be full. Thanksgiving oh. won't fill you up like we will. Oh, have you seen? <laughs> then have you seen Things Killing about the age With the turkey? Tur- yes. Yeah, oh, so you good. are cool if no, you know no. that. Thanks Killing and then Thanks Killing Three, which the whole premise of that movie was they were searching for two. Oh my God! Now if I was if I wanted to be if I was a Native American and I wanted vengeance, I know I would call an ancient turkey demon up to kill. It seems just gobble gobble. I don't blame Thanksgiving was or Thanks Killing was great. It was on par with rubber, where you're just like, yeah. Robert the what's happening? Tire. Robert the like, tire. You know what? Found, I don't know what it is, but I accept it. You found yeah. one night of the were hamster. No, uh, night of the hell hamster. <laughs> oh, the hell hamster. No, no, poultry geist. Oh, I own it. <laughs> poultry <laughs> geist. That was the fucking shit. It was shit. so Mon- good. Monsterd. <laughs> One-eyed monster where the <sighs> alien comes down and possesses Ron Jeremy's penis. Yep. Ginger dead man. I just, love movies where Ron Jeremy is just an actor. And he's just there. <laughs> Like evil, bong. <laughs> evil, evil bong. Evil bong versus oh, yeah. Ginger Dead Man. That was yeah. Good. Oh, you two are naturals for this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll bring you down for the trauma special. I yes. love trauma. Please. Well, I'll be in touch. <laughs> get in touch with you and everything. So. so there you go. Find him on social media. Go to a show. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Don't bring, don't bring the kids. You might get splashed with blood. Hopefully it's blood. Yeah, and they always come up with something really cool, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely everything. come check us out. We'll be at Photo City the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And I'm going to play actually our old friend Frank Ashcroft, who's Frank! part of the part of the thing and part of our D and D. And you did with the show with them, mm-hmm. and he hasn't been able to come on here yet because he's busy with all that stuff. But I was going to play from Jan the actress. I was going to play prom queen because it seems hey, like you yes. would go perfect with that. Oh, we love Jan the actress. Yes, we do. And so do we. And you should dress up and become like a Monty Python character. You should be Jan the actress because actually, I don't think Eric, <laughs> I don't think Eric or any of them wear dresses. I know yeah. Cara. Well, Cara, you know. I could probably get a pretty sexy beard going and yeah. be Eric. <laughs> <laughs> we can manage. Well, thanks a lot. And I know what you're doing. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having Thank us. You. <laughs>